Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA Podcast on We Are Cavan. Dot com and Damien Donahue. This week I'm delighted to be joined by sports commentator with Northern Sound, Mickey Brennan, former Cavan footballer and dabbled a wee bit in mead in his day too, for, for his sins. <laughs> Back, uh, you're not, you're the terrible gonna, duo. You're not going to mention the soccer as well, you know, the soccer man. Or no, no, that's Paddy Shane's lines. No, I wouldn't right. get involved in that sort of slander, so I wouldn't. On this week's show, we're going to be looking at the Cavan ladies. They've got the little National Football League Division 2 final coming up this Sunday. We'll be talking to Aidan McCabe and Nessa Board. We'll also be looking ahead to Cavan in their opening game of the Ulster Under-17 Football Championship against Derry on Saturday in Kingspan Breffney Park. We caught up with uh, John Brady, the manager, ahead of that clash. We'll be looking back on Cavan Horler's um, round two game against Leitrim in the Laurie Maher Cup and looking ahead to the Sligo game this Saturday again in Kingspan Breffney Park at 2pm. And we'll be going through the All-County Football League results and the tables from round four, or the fourth round, but round five, technically, of the All-County Football League. So, Mickey, how's your week been? Friday, it's always uh, great to get to the, the end of the week. Yeah, well, just from the outset, I just want to let you know that this may be my last ever podcast and in, in that I've been suffering all week with the man flu. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm doing well to be here. It's worse um, than any flu that ever was anywhere uh, else in the world absolutely Damien you know it you've been there you've you've gone through this and I'm sure plenty of the listeners know what it's like to have man flu so if I don't get to see you again uh, you know I love you all and, and to the ladies I know you go through tough times but can't beat the man flu <laughs> <laughs> moving on very swiftly speaking of ladies they do take on Westmead seamless link seamless link I tell you pros here uh, they do take on Westmead this coming sa- Sunday afternoon at 2pm in Parnell Park in Dublin um, in the little National Football League Division 2 final Mickey massive achievement to get to the final but in ladies football getting to the final is worth nothing because only the winners get promoted yeah that's the thing um, you know you look at at the, the structure the men's league has and the top two get promoted in ladies football even if you're in the top two you don't get promoted you have to win your league you have to play a semi-final play a final win both and you know you it means that there's a chance of a team that could finish fourth who haven't lost a couple of games maybe three four games uh, throughout the league finishing fourth could still end up getting promoted it is a little bit unfair Cavan are used to it at this stage the, these girls in Cavan have played in semi-finals and finals over the last three four years of division two um, they're well seasoned when it comes to it and I, I do think you know they finished top of the, the the league again this year, and I do think that they are the best team in that division um, in the ladies uh, football. And uh, we're looking forward to a big game. Although they are playing Westmead, Westmead who beat them uh, uh, this year in, in in the little in National Football League, the only team to beat them, I think, as well um, this year. So um, maybe there's a bit of a revenge in the ladies from Cavan that uh, hopefully they can go out and get that revenge and get up to Division One where they want to be. Yeah, definitely. 
we, we all echo those sentiments and the game is uh, you'll you be doing commentary on Northern Sound it's on from 2pm on Northern Sound and we caught up with ahead of the game the Cavan manager the Crude Hill man Aidan McCabe and here's what he had to say Delighted to be joined here at the launch for the Cavan Ladies uh, Golf Classic by Cavan manager Aidan McCabe, ahead of the All-Ireland uh, Division 2 League Final this coming Sunday in Parnell Park at 2pm. I suppose Aidan, uh, first year in charge, first few months, it couldn't have really gone much better than that. Um, no, I suppose it could have had a smoother start. Or, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's gone pretty well. Um, we're obviously delighted to be in a National League final I haven't come close the last two years but there's not much point in getting to it it's, it's the winning of it it's the main thing especially when it's the added or the, the main goal for the year is promotion out of Division 2 and you don't get it unless you're, you finish um, you finish the final on top this Sunday so yeah it, 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 when you look at it there has been a number of close calls in the last few years getting very close each time but this year looking at it you're you're always going to be there thereabouts for it the win in the semi-final w- was quite convincing so maybe the, the, it's coming right at the right time um, yeah well hopefully it is yeah probably at the start of the year um, the start of the year's training you know back in November time we would have known that um, there probably wasn't a marquee team a la Donegal last year and then Donegal and Armagh the year before who were both times um, you know the reigning Ulster senior champions um, you know that they would have been you know hot favourites to get out of division you know and um, there was probably more of an even spread this year um, and that you know we would we would be backing ourselves to be you know at the top of that pack or if, if, not, if not out in front and ourselves in Westmead we probably knew they'd be there or thereabouts and that's, that's the way it's panned out so yeah we've been building on it from, from last year in the semi-final in the National League and the year before so you know hopefully we can take what we've learned from that in the last couple of years and, and apply it on Sunday but you know Westmead actually this is our third National League final um, at Division 2 level since 2014 so you know, um, we'll see how relevant all that is. At the end of the day, it's a it's a sixty minute match on Sunday, and you know whichever team is is going to perform the best and and comes out on top, whether it's you know with a great performance or whether it's just by a nose in a scrappy game, you know that's the real thing that matters, not kind of any past experience. So you know, and we're we're confident of it being us. Yeah, you look at your your very first game in charge was against Westmead. It ended up in a, a two point defeat. But did you learn much from that game that you can bring into this one? Yeah, huge. Um, we learned an awful lot for that game to set us up for the season ahead for the next six league games and the uh, league semi final itself. Um, you know, so it's just been a continuation on on working on the. Um, you know the main things we focus on every game and, and it's just a matter of getting them done at a faster pace and a higher quality and you know more intensity and, and that's the way you know our, 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 our message and what we look for doesn't change um, from game to game you know too much it's just you know you expect an improvement um, as the league games go on um, as it's as from the Westmead point of view look we've played each other the last couple of times the last couple of years in my time here um, it's always been very nip and tuck so you know we wouldn't have nothing has been unearthed about Westmead from that game or from any, that we wouldn't have known from other years and, and, and the same for ourselves as well so yeah, looking into the game, any injury worries or have you a full hand to pick from? Yeah, no, we do. It's it's 
it's great we've we've everyone fight a couple of knocks and bruises and um from a semi-final but you know if you play that if you play a semi-final and you play seven league games you're going to have knocks and niggles you know you're never going to have everyone at 100 percent. but yeah everyone everyone's up for selection yeah, we'll look at very best of luck. As I say, it's two o'clock in Parnell Park in Dublin. Hopefully, the Cavan supporters come out in, in big numbers. Yeah, please God, that that will make an, a you know a huge difference having you know um, a big crowd there to cheer you on. It's helped us in games so far this year, and please God, you know people can get up and support us, and you know hopefully see help us get over the line. Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Yeah, so that was Aidan McCabe. Mickey, he has done a really good job, as he said, you know, as you'll hear maybe later on in an interview with uh, Nessa Board. You know, he 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 done a great job without changing a huge amount. Like he didn't come in and try to reinvent the wheel. He he tried to stick with the things that were working and maybe a few little subtle changes that that have got them into this final. Yeah, absolutely. Like and and he he he's been part of the management team over the last few years with Connor Barry and obviously Connor um, is not there anymore. And earlier in the year he uh, he absconded from the post and, and in fairness to McCabe he, he stepped up to the mark and you know he, he's he's just basically brought it on another level I suppose from what Connor was doing as you said he hasn't changed the wheel he's kept doing what he was doing there's a few players back into the fold and there's a few young players coming through and that's what you want to see you want to see experience and you want to see the youth being mixed together um, I suppose you look at like uh, the likes of Ashlyn Sheridan there she's having a phenomenal year she's after winning player of the year up in DCU for uh, one of the competitions that they played in um, you know so um, and, and I'm sure that there's some of the top lady footballers in the country playing in DCU at the moment as well so that's a huge uh, accolade for her and with these girls you know like the likes of your NASA birds and stuff like that uh, playing on this senior team there, there's absolutely no reason why they shouldn't win on uh, Sunday in Parnell Park and I'd be delighted for um, uh, Aidan and the girls if they do win and look uh, Connor Barry needs a, a big shout out for, for all he did in the last couple of years as well Yeah speaking of Nessa Board uh, I caught up with her earlier on in the week that I'll be joined by Nessa Board here ahead of the Little National Football League Division 2 final next Sunday in Parnell Park I suppose Nessa it's what your second year on the senior panel and you're in a National League final you've had a lot of success throughout on the rage but senior football is uh, it's suiting you yeah no it's great to be in a, a league final in my second year at the county um, I'd love to get a bit of silverware with the seniors um We've had a lot of success underage with Cavan, but I think it would just be that extra bit special to get something with the senior team. So There's a good mix on the senior team this year with youth and experience. Obviously, a lot of the girls that won the, the All-Ireland Intermediate, but you have the girls that come through that have won Ulster Minors, All-Ireland Under-16s, and another 14 Ulster titles as well. So there's a, there's a really good mix there. Yeah, no, there's a great mix. Um, like, there's girls that have played the whole way up with me underage. We've won... 
what is it, five Ulster titles and an All-Ireland under 16. And it's great to have the mix of them girls with the girls that are after winning the intermediate final a few years ago. And I think everyone's like bonding really well and the whole thing is gelling. And the older girls are pushing on the younger girls and I think the younger girls are pushing on the older ones as well in training. And everyone's just fighting for positions and there's no team set yet. Like everyone's still fighting for that position on Sunday. So There's great competition within within mm. the panel and, and it's evident that there's a number of changes Tried, tried the league that, that you've seen. So, But you're obviously in college, I think. How are you managing, balancing the football and, and college and everything? Yeah, well, look, it's tough, but um, it's worth it, and especially when you're getting to finals like this. It's it all, like, it's worth it. But um, we come home every Tuesday night from Dublin. There's about, is there 10, 13 or something off us up in Dublin. So we get lifts down. We all travel down together on Tuesday nights and then, back up to Dublin and it's tough but like you do it and it's worth it and that's just what you have to do and actually we have exams I know DCU and St Pat's we all have exams the week after the final so it's trying to do a bit of study this week so yeah to give it's, give yourself a bit of um, time at the weekend to relax before the game hopefully yeah it's definitely it doesn't leave much room for anything else when you're playing county football and trying to do your your college work as well yeah no exactly like it's you just have to be careful with what you're doing and just try look after your body and like don't do too much, but just try get a bit of study done whenever you can in between trainings and that. But it's manageable. Yeah, it matures you very very quick. Yeah. Change of management, I suppose, at the start of the year, and and Aidan came in. He's obviously been involved uh, for the previous year as well, so he's he's comfortably knows you very well, and it seems to have worked extremely well from the start. Yeah, no, Aidan's great, so he is, and Simon is a great help as well, and. Training's going so well and everyone's just, everything's moving rightly. And the, I know there was a change, but I think the fact Aidan was with us last year, nothing changed too much. And the same, like he's the same plans and everything. And it's just, it's going well. So Yeah, definitely. It, it seems to be anyway. And, and with, with all teams, you need you need sponsors, you need people to, to help out. And you're, you're very lucky here. The Cavan ladies have, have uh, Donald Kyogen is after coming back on board with the Imperial. Yeah, no, it's great to have the likes of Donald Kyogen from the Imperial getting behind us and it's people like him that help keep teams in the county going and just we'd like to thank him so much for all his support and it's just very important for us to um, support our sponsors and, you know, I'm sure we'll hopefully support him after Sunday night, after the final. <laughs> yeah, quite phenomenal there. When you think back, Mickey, Nessa Board and, and Shauna Lynch who who were at the launch of the Ladies Golf Classic which had taken place on the June Bank Holiday weekend but they came up having won on the 14 Ulster title on their 16 All-Ireland title minor Ulster titles like they've they've every medal that there is going you know they, they bring a huge amount of confidence into what was a good strong panel already yeah, well, that, well, that's it. Like you know, um, if you look at, we'll say the 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 senior panel from maybe two or three years ago, um, we'll say from two thousand and thirteen that when they won the the All Ireland Intermediate, th- th- that was a really good team off the back of very little success at underage level. Mm. You know, so and then so they've the. the 
best of that crop is still there um, and they're part of the panel and then you had at that stage all these underage teams the under 14s under 16s and minors all winning Ulster A championships, uh, championships and then going on to play in all Ireland finals you know so and that's been that's just been a conveyor belt over the last maybe 8 years so they're starting to come into the fold now you've got the team from the winning mentality of the 2013 all Ireland success with the youth who are afraid of nobody you know and it, it bodes really well for this senior team going forward and you know the next couple of years who knows they might be pushing for a senior championship uh, yeah. a ladies all Ireland senior the championship beauty, the beauty of that conveyor belt is it's still churning out yeah. you know I believe that the under 16 the under 14s the under 16s and the minors I think if not already in our one result away from another A Ulster final at all three levels mm-hmm. so it shows that that conveyor belt continues to churn with the ladies football the work that's been done there is second to none in Cavan so congratulations to them on, on the underage success but it would be brilliant to get them up into Division 1 hopefully Aidan and Simon and the charges the ladies can do the job in Parnell Park on Sunday at 2pm please do get up and support the girls it'll be great to see a sea of blue in Parnell Park once again yeah absolutely moving on to the under 17s and Cavan lads take on Derry in the opening game of the Ulster Championship this Saturday morning in Kingspan Breffney Park 12 noon is throw in um, I suppose the inaugural year of the competition Mickey it, it can run away um, while leaving cert is on and all that it, it, that's the beauty of under 17 you're not colliding so Cavan with a, a good league campaign you know in the under 17s they won three games um, against Down Armagh and Monaghan they were narrowly defeated by Tyrone in the semi-final in Killigarry by a, a last minute point they had led the whole way through that game but then, and then Tyrone went on and won it so expectations would be high for this this Cavan under seventeen team, but then with underage, you never know what's going to happen. Well, that's it. You know, at underage, anything can happen. But there is a pedigree there, um, and I think that they've got the right men at the helm with John Brady and then the coach Keelan there. Um, I know that they've uh, really left no stone unturned this year. Um, the under 17s as you said it's great that it can run right through now it's not affected by uh, school and exams and stuff like that the minor championship then the one thing about this is you could unearth a couple of under 17s maybe that would be uh, ideal to go into your minor uh, the last ever minor championship as well um, this year so you know it's it's boding well uh, at the minute for the Cavan under 17s yeah I suppose the, the Paul Fitzpatrick from the anglo Cell spoke to um, to John Brady a little bit earlier on and here's what he had to say yeah, okay. um, I suppose there, Derry are going to um, be a handful the under 17s he has a better players that went up to the minor panel, so um, they didn't play with under seven names in the, in the Ulster League. All right. They'd be very strong. They did. got to the last couple of Bunkran Cup finals against, which would be the under 16 final. They drew with Monaghan in the final, and, and Monaghan bet them by a point, I think, after extra time in the replay. So it would be, be one of the, the, one of the top teams in, in Ulster at the minute, you know. And. Um you must be happy though with with how your boys went on. They, they did very well in the league and probably probably should have got to the final level. Yeah, they done well and done well in the league. Um, probably the, their own game was only the only defeat they had. So um, it was good to to be winning and trying players out as well. You know, that's what we use the league as to, to try and try out players. You know, so it was um, 
was good from that point of view, yeah. You learn you learn a lot more about players in competitive games as well than you would in, in challenge matches or anything like that. So. And what what pleased you most, John, about the, the league campaign? Um I probably learned the, the teamwork and, and you know, the way the way they stuck together I guess, you know, more so than than the probably than they had been, but um it was just it was disappointing probably to lose the throne and especially the way we did conceding conceding a lot of scores near the end. We just um probably picked up a few bad injuries or not bad injuries kinda of ten, fifteen minutes into the second half and played as I told they took over completely then in the field. It was uh just the they were played the net they were never bad. Paul, especially in the down match, the the um, you know they kept going to the end in the ground. They've got a draw out of it, which it looked like they were going to be bet. So, and like even against Rome, we had a chance at them to to level it as well. But um, just they don't give up, you know. And um, what sort of preparation has gone into this, John? Are are, are they training with the miners? They're all training together, is it? They're training with the miners, yeah, up until last week and um, and as well off for the for a week, one week then. There's minor club semi finals around there on Monday, so um on the seventeenth have only been yeah, they've been training with the minors up until now, yeah. Did you have you named the captain yet for the under seventeens? Uh, we kinda rotate captains there throughout the league, so we'll oh, be okay. Well the um probably Sahada will be on. Uh, oh, okay. And for whatever's left. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh uh, so you'd be there's there's like there's plenty of firepower in the Cavan team I suppose you'd be you'd be confident enough to be a big performance in the John would you? Yeah, you'd be hopeful, but you you never know with young lads going into going into all sorts. You know, the, you don't know what way some lads will surprise you and they'll step up, and other lads will that you think that you're putting you know that you're kind of banking on doing well for you. May not play as well as you can, but you're just hoping that you get the performance on the day. Yeah. To get the performance on the day that they will be beaten anyway, just to get that performance, you know. Kieran Callahan Electrical Limited has been providing a quality service to the industrial, commercial, and domestic sectors nationwide since 1996. Reduce your business's energy bill with our energy audit, or if you need any electrical works carried out, why not contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049. Four double three zero one one one. Yeah, I suppose the other point about the under 17s, Derry uh, Miners played Tyrone in the Ulster Minor League final, the A final, and there was seven of their under 17s on that minor team. So they're, they're, they're going to be relatively strong, Derry, as well. That you just don't know coming through the Ulster under 17 league. Maybe Derry played their, some of their better under 17s with the minors throughout that league. So it, it, it is an unknown quantity. You know what you're coming up against. Well, that's it exactly. Like you, as you said, there might be players being held back or whatever. You look at what Donegal did with the McKenna Cup this year with their under twenty ones. Um, you know, and then their senior team having sixteen on the panel. That 
and if you're doing the same with your under 17s and your minor it is going to they're going to gain experience from from that um, and uh, you know it's going to help them in their under 17 championship I'm not sure is the under 17 championship run on the same type of uh, system as the minor is it straight knockout or? Yeah, yeah I believe it is, it is. I believe okay. it is so it, it means because uh, actually I know in two weeks time it is the, the under 17 semi-finals go straight in so right. there's no back door or no no um, no second chances in Ulster especially on the age level but we wish John Brady and all the lads the very best of luck tune in on We Are Cavan from midday we'll be bringing you full live commentary of that game Cavan against Derry in the Ulster under 17 quarter final from two, 12 o'clock um, in Kingspan Breffney Park if you can't make it in it will be live on wearecavan.com moving on now to the Cavan Horlers and Mickey you've picked up a stick in, in your multitude of sports that you like to play but Cavan Horlers they went down to uh, Leitrim last Saturday afternoon and unfortunately suffered defeat at half time it was 1-5 to 7 points Leitrim getting a kind of a sucker punch of a goal that that took the shine of a good first half performance but second half Leitrim were just that bit better you know it's it's a difficult game if you're not playing it regular regular games yeah and like th- these lads will be playing regular games with their clubs and whatever well they'd be playing semi-regular you know, uh, yeah, yeah semi-regular you know uh, they'd be playing during the year they'd be playing uh, but if you're not consistently playing uh, as Cavan haven't been in uh, 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 playing senior hurling um, in the All-Ireland uh, series of any sort for the last maybe seven eight years you know it, it's very hard to get back up to it but it's a it, it's a stepping stone you know and this year it's that's what it's going to be about it's going to be about getting small victories like playing so well in the first half against Leitrim the other day um, you know th- these are the things Sligo is going to be a big test for them now um, this weekend I remember the last game of Hurling that I saw for Cavan I think it was Cavan under 21s playing Sligo uh, in Kingspan Breffney Park um, uh, back a few years ago and I, I remember that day Cavan put up a good performance you know again this year it's not going to be about winning trophies or, or, or uh, winning All-Irelands or anything like that this year it's going to be about building and, and getting performances and maybe unearthing a few a few hurlers. I was looking at the the picture of the squad, and uh, you know there's a couple of hurlers there that I, I played hurling with back in the day, maybe ten, twelve years ago. So you know they 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 need to bring in the youth. They, maybe they need to get a few more hurling teams around Cavan and maybe get a bit more interest in it. Um, but then would you be taken away from the footballers? You know that's always the big the big yeah. question. You know, like so. well, uh, as, as Kevin Carney said to me at one stage, I think it was in the first game against Warwickshire simply until you get your best footballers in the county playing a lot of hurling you you won't have a really strong hurling team and there might be something to what he's saying in fairness to him but it's there's definitely at the minute you don't have all your best hurlers in Cavan playing for the Cavan hurling team never mind some some good footballers so you know you'd like to see some of the lads who who opted out from the Cavan panel maybe looking at it and realising that well look at it, it's an opportunity to don the Cavan jersey and if we get these lads who won at minor granted a B minor Ulster title but you know they 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 produce some good hurlers at that age group get them all back involved and you, you could make progress but this this coming Sunday isn't going to be easy um, or sorry this coming Saturday yeah. 2 o'clock in Kingsman Breffney Park there's live commentary of that on Northern Sound um, but it's going to be Sligo have one win out of their two games I think they were beaten by Warwickshire last week so 
Morris are a good good a good side. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. they've got Liam a couple Watson. of quality players. And uh, yeah, look, this year for Cavan, it's going to be about persistence. You know, just uh, getting through the year and 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 again it's going to be about building blocks it's going to be stepping stones it's not going to happen overnight um, there has that's to, three cl- cliches in yeah, one sentence to, that's, that's you quality you have to get them all in like, and it, 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 hurling is a game of cliches you know? yeah, so yeah. It is, it's so. a game of two halves too <laughs> <laughs> best of luck to um, all of the, the Cavan hurlers on, on Saturday 2pm in Kingsborough Birthday Park please go up and support them but if you can't make it there'll be live coverage on uh, Northern Sound from 2 going to be moving on now to the uh, results from the All-County Football League in Cavan and Mickey I know you aren't around an awful lot you're playing up in Mead with Simon's Town but we'll go through a couple of the uh, we'll start with the All-County Football League and at the weekend gone by there was a couple of big games Castle Rahan taking on Rammer um, Rammer coming away with a two point victory there a replay of last year's Senior, Senior Championship Champions. final apparently it was it was a tough, tough battle. There was no no love lost between the sides. Well, there wouldn't be, you know. <laughs> that is the big. I, I, in fact, I'd say that's probably the biggest um, uh, uh, battle in in Cavan football at the moment. I suppose you would have had uh, the likes of Gowna and Mullahorn back down through the years, and you would have had uh, other big games. But I think that the the, the biggest one, biggest rivalry, biggest rivalry at the moment, yeah. would be between uh, Rammer and Castle Rahan. Castle Rahan been in what three finals not won one in the last 10 years and stuff Rammer having not won one for I think it was 24 years came back and won their first one last year and they all would have grown up and gone to school with each other and the whole lot like so there is there's there's brilliant rivalry there and uh, you know Rammer coming away with a two point victory I'd say Castle Rahan are just looking at them now going Jesus are we ever going to get a win on, uh, over you, you know? yeah just having a look at the table there Mickey after four games what stands out to you when you're coming from the, from maybe an outside in, you know. Yeah, well, looking at it, there's two big surprises. I suppose you look at the bottom of the table and Mullahorn, uh, you know, who were the kingpins of Cavan football for a long time, sitting on no points after four games. And then, to, to be honest with you, I think Cavan Gales are surprising me there as well, uh, sitting at the top of the table there with four wins from four. Uh, Jason Riley obviously has has the lads moving really, really well. Um, you know, w- w- there's no doubting the quality that Cavan Gales have. But the last couple of years, they've just been off the pace. Um, okay, then they've got to a couple of league finals maybe and stuff like that. But um, you know, th- we, we've been looking for something more from them with the quality of footballer you have in Cavan Gales we've always been looking for that bit of steel that they lost when all the old brigade retired I suppose when you look at the likes of the, your Edge Kings and your Crotties and your uh, Chesty Rileys and your, your Dominic Rileys and all that after the, they all retired you were looking to see who was going to step in and take their place you know uh, to quote <laughs> to quote Michael uh, Collins I suppose um, you know who will take my place but you know maybe, maybe Jason Riley is the man to bring them forward um, they're doing quite well and then I suppose the rest of it you would be looking and saying that that's kind of the way you'd you'd have expected it to be going um, Rammer in third on six points um, and Kings Court up there as well you're never going to like brush them off too easily you know so the rest of it kind of is as you would expect but Mullerhorn sitting at the bottom of it with no points after four games is a bit of a worry for the dreadnoughts the, the the other the other one that kind of stands out a wee bit oh, yeah. to me, Bill Turbot. Yeah, sorry, and, Bill and Turbot, I know yeah. just just like people might look at that and say, oh, he's over killing care and he's drumming them up. But Bill Turbot sitting in seventh, right in the middle of that table, two wins from four games. Yeah, 
they're the only intermediate team in that top division. You know, that's that's a really good start to the league by Bill Torbett and, and in fairness to Porrick um Dolan. He seems to be doing a great job in there. Obviously he has massive experience from being involved with Terry Highland over the last five, six, seven years maybe. But uh, he seems to be getting the Bill Torbett boys the Rory's humming. Yeah, well that's the thing, like and, and uh, you know, as you said, the only intermediate team playing in Division One, and they're in seventh place out of twelve. You know, they're sitting right bang in the middle of the table, um, and not off the back of any huge underage success over the last five or six yeah. years. You know, this is a team that's been around the block. You know, um, have been knocking on the door and intermediate there for the last few years, and they're sitting right in the middle of that table. It's not like they've brought in anybody new, only the management, you know. So, uh, in fairness to Pork, he's doing a great job with them there. He seems to be moving on to Division 2 there in the All-County Football League. Um, and, as I say, round 5 was played, which was the fourth game of it. But looking down through the results in it, I suppose Crushlaw picking up a three-goal win against uh, Den 3-10 to 10 points. Darren McCarthy uh, seems to have Crushlaw going well. Yeah, um, look. Uh, Crusher Law again another team that have come down from senior uh, ranks in the last uh, uh, few years um, you know they uh, they are a team that are coming off the back of huge underage success unlike uh, the O'Meurs the Rory O'Meurs um, Crusher Law uh, you, you know you've got the Smiths you've got the Rileys you've got you, you've got loads of these players coming in and then you've got the experience of the likes of uh, uh, McKiernan up uh, up front mm-hmm. um, Barry McKiernan playing up front and whatever um, they're a team to watch this year I think that on the back of all their underage success that they are going to start climbing back up the ranks in Cavan football Yeah looking at the table Killigarry undefeated um, 4 wins from 4 they have 8 points and under the management of Declan Shorten and I think James Lovett as coach you know another team with a lot of youth they didn't win any minor Division 1 titles but They've had the players that have been playing at county level, the the Brian Shannons, the the Dara Gannons, the, the, the yeah exactly yeah. the Dara Kennedy, the <clears throat> exactly Matty McKenna, Connor Smith. The list goes on. They they have a lot of good youthful players that are exciting to watch. Yeah, um, you know, the, I I think they they really underachieved the last couple of years. Um, I think that. Uh, the, their mentality was poor over the last couple of years if you ask me I was talking to some people that would have been involved with them and uh, you know the, the, a lot of the big name players didn't play a lot of the big name players didn't train um, you know and I think that uh, maybe they've sorted a few things out in the club there at the minute and uh, they're looking good at the moment and again another team um, as you said with that youth there are a lot of big name players at, at underage level over the last few years and they're going to have to step up to the mark now and uh, Killigarry Hummon as you said uh, sitting on four wins from four yeah, the near neighbours are one to watch as well. I think they're Larry United, underage success, making Division One finals. You know, they 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 look like they have a lot to offer them. From what I'm hearing, Lara seem to be going exceptionally well in that Division Two. Just looking down the bottom, Kilishandra four games played, no points on the board. It's it's sad to see they've actually conceded. I think they conceded the game to Killigarry. You know, a team that was in a senior championship semi final, not maybe 18 months ago yeah. now languishing at the bottom and unable to field it, it it might be part of a bigger story in, in Cavan football yeah well like when they got to their uh, senior championship semi-final a couple of years ago um, 
I remember speaking about it at the time and saying that they were picking from probably a panel of 19 or 20 players at most I think they've lost seven or eight of those players and they've had to draft in a couple of young fellas, minors and whatever that have just come through the ranks so I think they're picking from a panel of about 17 it, it, it's it's mad, you look at the contrast there between Kilishandra and Killigarry you look at the numbers that Killigarry are getting up for underage football and uh, you know the, the numbers that they have for their senior team they're increasing at the moment in Killigarry all the time and places like Killishandra and then you look also then who's just above Killishandra uh, Swanland Bar you know over West Cavan on the border of Enniskillen losing uh, not not having a big um, uh, uh, pool, yeah, b- a big pool or population to pick from as well and they're languishing down the bottom Um you, I've noticed as well lately that a lot of teams, a lot of um, teams will say on the M3 or the N3 um, are starting to do well. You yeah. know, teams that are the eastern this side, side of the county. county. Yeah, the eastern side of the, uh, of the county is really starting to pick up. Look, you look down through uh, over the last 10 years from the boom, where have houses been sold in Cavan? The only houses that have been sold in Cavan really have been to the east of Cavan and to the south of Cavan, heading towards um, uh, Dublin. Um, Huge population increases in those areas. And, you know, it it, it goes without a shadow of a doubt that they're going to pick up players. The likes of Kilishandra, have Kilishandra built any new houses lately or whatever, you know? And, and, And what's happening is, is lads are moving away from those areas. And it's sad to see, it's something that I've said for a long time, I think that there's maybe too many clubs mm-hmm. in Cavan and maybe that's a d- debate for another day, but it, it, it's nearly obvious to see going by the tables, Damien. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Moving on to Division 3 um, and, and looking down through the results there from last weekend, I suppose um, George Dugdale has... Butler's Bridge going well, 17 points to one goal and nine against Templeport down in Bombay. And with the quality of your Quivian Rileys and your Killian Ladies and John Fitzpatrick, you know, not to mention Fergal Flanagan and and Lorcan Mulvey, you know, Butler's Bridge sitting on top and, and, and deservedly so. Yeah, um, again, another team that has done, or another area that has done well from an influx of, of, of people moving into it is Butler's Bridge. They're doing quite well at underage. They're getting good numbers as well. Um, and Butler's Bridge, as you said, George Dugdale has them humming. You know, we, we looked at the under-21 cha- uh, Ulster Championship this year and the standout player for Cavan was Quivine O'Reilly. He's playing up front. He's got the experience of the likes of Flanagan and, and uh, Lorcan Mulvey behind him there as well. You know, these they, they are a team to watch as well. They're flying at the moment and again, they could be a team to watch over the next couple of years. Yeah, looking as well, sitting on top with them is Drumgoon. They have four wins from four. Um, then Kildallan and Red Hills are in third and fourth and Killing Care in fifth, all joint on six points. So you have a lot of teams there still in the hunt. In fact, you could throw in Templeport Drung and Knock Bride that essentially are still in the hunt for promotion after the four games. So there's nothing easy there. But you know a lot about the Kildallan lads over the years. They, they have a new manager in this year, Terence Reynolds, 
and he seems to have them really, really buying into it. They're getting big numbers, and for the first time in years, they've got a second team. Yeah, yeah, which is absolutely brilliant. It was great to see in Kildan. They did have a little bit of success at underage level over the last few years. They had a couple of teams that did well in in, uh, in lower divisions, um, and they seem to be coming through. Um, you know, I was talking to a, a lad from uh, Kildallan last week, and it wasn't actually um, Fergal Maguire, the man, the man mountain from uh, from Bally Connell, it was another guy from Ballyconnell and he had been to a few of the Kildallan football matches and he says do you know what put your money on them to win the junior championship this year he says the way the way to go out to play is if you score 10 points against us we're going to score 11 we're going to score 12 if you score 15 we're going to score 16 17 you know this is the mentality that they have and they've got some really good young forwards playing for them at the moment no fear uh, well able to take on their men and well able to take scores so that was uh, quite a positive thing to hear from somebody who'd usually be quite negative about Kildallan football uh, I won't give you his name on air um, but he uh, he, he he was quite positive about them and said that they're a joy to go and watch at the minute, you know. So that's good. And also looking down there, Damien in fifth place is killing care on six points. Your team uh, three from three. You had uh, one game cancelled, um, right. but uh, you have a chance to go up and join Butler's Bridge and Drumgoon uh, at the top of that table with uh, eight points if you win your game in hand. Yeah, if we win our game in hand, or, or uh, well, importantly, we have to beat. Kildallan tonight which is, which would be a very interesting one alright I went to see Kildallan last week and I, I was very impressed with them um, more importantly the, the man Mountain well he didn't play in goals last weekend but he is in goals for the junior team and, and I can't imagine how you could score a goal against that there's no there's no space left yeah there's no space left because not only is he a man Mountain he's a man Mountain wide as well so he is <laughs> these days but uh, no he's uh, Fergal Maguire we're going to send him our best wishes he had a bad injury um, in a uh, junior game for uh, Kildallan last week or the week before um, and he came down in his ankle but in the same game um, again a big shout out actually to Ronan Riley um, from Kildallan um, really good lad former county a, a former county footballer Balance, yeah. um, and a hell of a la- nice lad he went in f- uh, for a tackle uh, or actually went to uh, to get a ball that was coming low along the ground and he collided with the opposing player's knee and um, he did have uh, an injury to the head and we're, I know that his eye socket was broken as well so we're wishing him uh, uh, the best and um, we're hoping that he makes a speedy recovery so uh, big shout out to the bog man yeah without a doubt and, and, and I'd like to echo those uh, words by Mickey so that's the All County Football League wrapped up and that's the end of this week's McAvoy Super Value GA podcast our thanks to Aidan McCabe to Nessa Board and to John Brady for their contributions and of course to Mickey Brennan as always very very <coughs> oh, insightful God. Oh, Damien, I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he gets better. He's not the only one that, that's on that injury list. So, look, at, again, don't forget to uh, follow us on Facebook and on Twitter and make sure and, and uh, like us and subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget also to check out this week's We Are Ulster podcast, which has an interview with Michael McMullen from the Derry Post about the club scene in Derry it's amazing how it can actually mirror up to what's going on here in Cavan we have Dick Clerken on talking about his new column in the Irish Independent Dara Daly talking about the handball scene in Ulster and of course as always we have Declan Bogue and Paul Fitzpatrick joining myself so thanks for listening again to the McAvoy Supervalue GEA podcast I don't know what it's going going dark Damien there's a light (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's talking about Luna Bar, Cavan's most vibrant new venue, 
with our big screen TVs, live music every weekend and free function room. We cater for everyone. Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town. 